people Darren just gave me some eyes as I was doing what I didn't give you no such thing (laughs) it's like here we go again on that train guys uh we have a quite a few things we need to talk about today and what you're listening to right now we just want to talk about uh you may have noticed the title of this this is our season one wrap-up wrap-up season finale because we did it we did we did uh 15 artists across some what 34 episodes we had 16 guests I counted, which is just crazy to me, which is utterly crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess. I know. Even with the overlap? Yeah, because then we had multiple where we had two guests on and the new guest. It was was so fantastic. Uh, And guys, as we record this, we actually are just about to pass 2,000 plays overall as well, which is just crazy. Did that not happen today? Uh, I think we are two away when we we record. Two away. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, America. Uh, (laughs) But guys, listen. So uh, really what we're doing right now is that... This is just for fun. This is for us. This is for the fans more than anything else like that. Uh, We're looking back at the first season because we're going to do a whole bunch of episodes in season two. They're going to be crazy and wacky and have more guests and have so much more fun that you come to know. So we're going to do five things in the course of this episode. We are going to, uh, for those that are curious, we're going to talk about how this podcast got started. Uh, We're going to kind of show you some behind-the-scenes stuff as well as rankings that we regret because, you guess what, the guests aren't here and they can't defend themselves, so what better time to shit on the stuff, (laughs) the work they've contributed towards our wonderful podcast. Uh, We also want to go to uh, talk about our theme songs that we had for Season 1, our theme songs that we already have lined up for Season 2, amazing artists all around. Uh, number four is actually one of my favorite things uh, for Ian because I know not everyone's gonna listen to every episode, but there were immense, incredible moments of comic joy that we absolutely must talk about. So we will to count down our five favorite comic moments and from, play them for you from season one. Right, it's, it's gonna happen. And then for those that are real fans, we're gonna give you a little sneaky sneaky do in uh, season five. A, a sneaky do. Sneak- <laughs> Oh, I'm glad we're recording this right now. <sighs> uh, it's just me and Taryn. It's me, Evan Soddy. It's Taryn O'Reilly. Hi, how you doing? Here we are. Yeah. Here in our studio. Yeah. I'm great. I'm great. Actually, I have a new microphone just today, too. Like a larger, going to be like more round table oh, microphone. Oh, nice. So, yeah, you know, should be good. I know. We're making so much money from our lack of sponsorship, I figured we'd splurge <laughs> and make that happen. If only. Uh, yeah, so real quick. So for those that are just curious about how this came, do you? Rem- how did I approach you about this? Do you remember? Oh, gosh, I don't remember. I feel, I feel like you had just come home from from a recording of your podcast with Dave right. for the um, Film Enthusiast. Yeah. And we were just spitballing, and uh, I'm pretty sure you came up with the name. I don't remember. Oh, I know. I was so proud of that name because yeah. I remember Googling it immediately afterwards. Like, no one else has no it. How is this possible? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for those who aren't familiar, um, our dear friend Dave Coop, uh, he ran, he's uh, part of a, one of the editors of the site Film Enthusiast. Uh, and I was, uh, I would like to argue, it was a little bit helpful in getting their podcast stuff off the ground. And the first episode we ever did, it was just like, Dave knows a lot about movies. I know a lot about movies. Let's talk about what the best 2008 superhero movie is, Iron Man or The Dark Knight. And I won that debate. 
debate. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, he actually won it technically, but we all know that I won it, you know, in spirit. And uh, <laughs> the thing is, and so like afterwards, like we just, once you're done like doing a podcast, especially if it's a good podcast, you kind of have a little podcasting high, like a podcasting buzz. You're like, ooh, what did I just do? Like I felt like I was in a it's discussion. It's true. You feel really, really good afterwards. Yeah. Especially with our format. Like I'm sure anyone who finishes a recording of a podcast, they're like, yeah, I feel good about that. But with ours... There's actual, there's so many decisions to be made. Well, so Gabriel at the end of the one that we did for Robin, he's just like, I'm buzzing, I'm buzzing right now. I'm like, I yeah, know, yeah. you totally are. Uh, and so it's one of the things where then eventually he, uh, Dave, I, and uh, Mitchell Harvick, the other guest at the time, we were talking about like, let's just do, let's rank the Marvel movies together. We'll like fight, debate what the best one is. I'm like, but what if we like, as a group came together as a consensus? Like we had to rank together and our favorites fall by the ways, that kind of thing. And it was just a very organic process that happened, but it was so cool that it worked and then we just kept doing it uh and we did it for the Tarantino films and the Christopher Nolan films and Mission Impossible films and like it was just a really fun and we just tried a lot of other different experiments but the more we kept doing that with movies I'm like what what if we actually did that with artists too and I've done podcasts for you know Pop Matters and you know me at Scott Nevin random ass podcast Scott McLean back in the day where I just played random we played random songs talk shit and then uh because we played songs in full during the podcast we just put them on like file sharing sites and stuff like traditional podcast hosting like sure. Podmix, things yeah. like that Scott McLean shout out but uh, hey, I gotta, I gotta respect the people. Bryce Zell, shout out. He was uh, part of the Pop Talk. Podcast. Anywho, but this is one of the ideas like we wanted to try and do. It. And uh, this is kind of goes to our second subject behind the scenes moments rankings we regret. Uh, believe it or not, the very first episode that we did that that you guys heard, Beyonce, was not the first episode we recorded. The first episode that we recorded was actually Beck, uh, and you weren't able to make it on no, that first day. I, yeah. So yeah, we were gonna start with Beck, and I had lost a job i think like like three, three days yeah like something and, absurd and jc was like in town from california he was only there for a short period but of time. i was not yeah. in a good place and like stayed up until 8 a.m the morning before yeah. and i just i just texted evan and was like i'm not gonna make it you yeah. guys should just do it without me and and you know that was fine but the biggest thing is like well okay we can do that but there's no way in hell we're gonna record where the first episode we put out isn't gonna have you in it since you're right and i'm glad that we did that right so we, yeah we took our time we we, we didn't launch until we had like both regular episodes and both minisodes in the bag yeah like we just kind of had that there and that's the other thing the minisodes for those that are curious um one of my favorite podcasts is how did this get made uh which is about you know people making fun of terrible films that have been made and and uh, they have, and Paul Shear, he does mini-sodes in between where he talks about, like, you know, corrections and omissions and what the next film is going to be. And I kind of like that of just, like, the thing that with Film Enthusiasts, we talked about ranking all these films, then that was it, that was done. And with all these different musicians, I'm like, okay, we can do that, but there's so much ephemera and just bonus goofiness and, like, other yeah. stuff to talk about. There's so that, much like, more cultural impact. Yeah. And uh, when we get down to our uh, top five favorite comic moments ever, uh, only one comes from a regular episode. All the other things go into the mini-sodes. The mini-sodes never do as well as the main episodes. I really don't. Yeah. Care. It's just so for well, fun to right, do. Right, yeah. the structure's not there, but we are definitely always a little more drunk during one. So, <laughs> the, it, like what the one that, we're recording right now. There's always, you know, Evan will go a little bit further with his jokes, and it just we we have some of the best <laughs> possible moments. Oh, but. it's so good. Well, and that's the other thing too is that you want us to talk about. Uh, we've done 15 different artists, and again, amazing guests. But we don't talk about rankings that we had an issue with. Because here's the thing. Roger Ebert, he talked about how with him, he felt that uh, ultimately a good critic is one that can like look back at the stuff they've said and be like, I was wrong there. Like that's that's not that doesn't impugn like you don't have godlike judgment all the time. That shows that you're a 
human that shows that you can reassess your own work. Uh, and honestly, I think the one that comes right off the bat from the very, very top is uh, Beyonce, because I remember... Taryn, in the moment of the podcast, we had moments, and then we talked to Nick Shota after. Right, and, we, uh, and yeah. I actually was just listening to the end of um, the Janet podcast, where Nick Shota was here again, and I said it there as well. <laughs> but I really do think that for, despite its many flaws, because it does have about a third of the songs are like, not great, it just has the best music that Beyonce has ever put out. Yeah. And so I think that it's, it's, that's definitely my number one. And I honestly, some days would even put Lemonade at number two. Yeah, I actually, then, yeah. And then Beyonce self-titled at number three. And the thing is, especially because... Lemonade's we grown on me so much Lemonade more. had only been out for like two months or something when we recorded yeah. that. So it really, it, yeah, it... Lemonade means a lot more to me now. So I would, I would absolutely put it higher. Yeah. On a similar note... Um, with Radiohead, I definitely think that A Moon-Shaped Pool... Which was number five on the original podcast. Has, over the course of this year, has really grown on me. Again, it has some... It... I think we... Again, we said this during the podcast. It doesn't... It has... It has moments that you don't necessarily want to go back to a ton, but it doesn't have anything bad on it. And then... that just elevates those great moments, those couple of great moments that it has. You know, the numbers, burn the witch, of yeah, course, and um, what's the other one? The yeah, identicate. Yeah. Oh my God, identicate. That's, <laughs> well, that oh. was partially goosed by the fact that we saw them live too. Identicate live was incredible. It was like right in the midpoint during their set, and it just—it was a song that I hadn't really paid a ton of attention to before. Um, yeah, that's, and that's, the other thing is that seeing them live completely changed how I felt about most of their discography. Even, like, King of Limbs, yeah. It, yeah, King of Limbs Even Bryce came would in at number that eight, that, and it would definitely be higher now. Hail to the Thief came in at number six, and I would absolutely, that's, that's similar to four. I feel like Hail to the Thief has too many songs on it. Yeah. But... It's songs great songs are so fucking phenomenal and they really have they pack a punch live yeah and so i feel like hell to the thief would be definitely above kid a for me if not above the bends yeah and i know in our beck episode our beck episode uh, uh john c shakota he told me about how uh, he really wished they we pushed midnight vultures into number one instead of odelay odelay being number one is still totally fine but yeah midnight vultures does have a special kind of special so uh, whatever and when i look at the rest of the episodes that we had after that uh, I really don't have a lot of problems with yeah. a lot of... I kind of wish they pushed for Tango in the Night a little bit more with Fleetwood Mac, because I keep forgetting how good of a song it is. I do, too. That yeah. was definitely was one... number five on our podcast, behind Say You Will and Above Mirage. I think I think I would switch Say You Will and Tango in the Night. Yeah. Say You Will, while a great record, again, way too long, and Tango in the Night is still in that it's it's... It's very 80s, but it's rekindling the magic of that late 70s work they did. And I I think that Say You Will is... Um, Still It's a notable. little more indulgent. Yeah, oh, very, incredibly though, yeah. Very notable, yeah. Da- absolutely. But Tango in the Night, I would agree. I think that was one... I don't I don't remember exactly, but I feel yeah. like we that one switched 
yeah. due to Ned's influence. Potential. I mean, yeah. God damn it, Ned. How dare you be a wonderful guest on our podcast? Please come back <laughs> for another one. Uh, also, I'm a Madonna too. Like that, like a prayer, ray of light, number one, number two ranking. That was so. That, ooh, that was yeah, tough. Because yeah. ray of light did come out on top, and let's be honest. In the moment, Jericho had compelling argument. He had such that a compelling argument, incredible. and I still don't yeah. regret that. No. And I, I look at this ranking for Madonna, and I'm, I am fully content with it, except. <laughs> Fucking bedtime stories. In <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, I, I cannot. I felt like we were talking about all the other like glaringly bad albums that we forget about this passable album. I can't believe we let bedtime stories get in at number seven Out of above self titled and American Life and Erotica. Honestly, yeah. I would, I would those four. I would reorder <laughs> as. Um, this is such hardcore nerd shit for all you like, makers out there. I know y'all self titled Madonna at number seven, Erotica at number. eight. Eight American Life at number nine, Bedtime Stories at number ten. And you were like, yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh, and you were also telling me about on our Beatles episode that your feelings about Revolver have evolved, revolved. (laughs) (laughs) God, I'm funny. I uh, have they though? No, no. no, See, I think for me, both Abbey Road and White Album would be a slot higher. Yeah. If I was doing it myself. Yeah. Abbey Road would be number one, Rubber Soul would be number two, White Album would be number three, and Revolver would be number four. Yeah. Oh, no, except bump those all down, fucking Magical Mystery Tour is the best. Yeah! And I, if Bobby Evers had not been on this podcast, <laughs> Magical Mystery Tour would have been so high, but I, like... I, we worst couldn't guest have put ever. It, we wouldn't, couldn't we have put it twice. any higher because he nominated it for Worst Album, which is, just boggles my mind. But It bobbles his mind. Um, and I I also had surprisingly strong feelings about the order of the early albums with the Beatles, and yeah. none of them ended up where I wanted them to be. Yeah, not a single one. Yeah. I was I was I got I got legitimately upset when Beatles for Sale made it to number ten. I would yeah. I would honestly put Beatles for Sale at number twelve. Yeah, like, I would do so. It is the worst Beatles album by far. Worse Sorry, than Bill. Yellow Submarine, which is half of like a soundtrack. Yeah. Like, although you know, one other quick thing though I want to point out is that uh, there's I feel like there's a lot of people that have begun pursuing uh, like podcast stuff like since they've been on the podcast too. I know Bobby Evers is the biggest example. He did the film podcast. Uh, uh, I'd watch that or I'd see that. Uh, where him and Jeff go over uh, movies that they've seen, which I thought was fun and delightful and good. Nick showed us Keats eternally threatened to do the show to quota. Like it's just like it's so really cool. Like I love that some of our guests like they you, once you get into it, once you get in the right, format, you get into like, that mind frame and you're uh, like, oh, I can do this. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta have that hook. You gotta have the interesting, cool thing to say. Uh, the rest of them, I feel pretty. I don't. There's nothing like glaring. That's like, oh my god, I wish we would have. You know, if I had been on the Fall Out Boy, I think I would have had some. Oh yeah, if you'd have been a, on the Fall Out Boy, Folly Ado never would have been that high. No. Um, no. Well, in, also because you didn't mention their worst lyric, uh, in that one. If home is where the heart is, then we're all fucked, or whatever the fuck. That oh was. yeah, that's not the melody, but those are the lyrics, yeah. and that's yeah, that's pretty. That's that garbage. Terrible garbage. That's that's pretty fucking bad. Um, oh, yeah, we're going to have a face-off of our worst lyrics ever. And then, yeah, I think, I feel like the rest of the episodes, 
Are we we got it about right? Of course, there's a couple like personal switching yeah. here and there, but it's mostly yeah. But still, I want to thank all of our guests and all of our listeners. Uh, yeah, an equal an equal thing. I thought that was really fantastic. Which leads us to um, I also want to talk about our fucking theme songs that we've had because yes. uh, some people have. I mean, we put it in the description of our viewers. You don't explicitly talk about it for season one. Uh, our regular episodes, mm-hmm. starting at episode three, was uh, the incredible Lone Digger by the group Caravan Palace. Yeah, because we got that. Didn't we contact them on like Facebook Messenger? Yeah, yes, so they did. took forever to get back to us. Yeah, we that's that. why the first two episodes were uh, done. Our other theme song, which was uh, "Hands of the Dead" by the Hoot Hoots, great Seattle power pop band. Check them out; they're fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we got Caravan. Yeah, when Caravan Palace agreed to let uh, like, oh my god, that, we were so like, pumped. Oh my god, and we reached out for so many other different artists uh, for season uh, season two as well. Mm-hmm. And we heard back from some, and we were like trying out other things. Uh, I can officially confirm now, and you're gonna hear it uh, when you hear the number 16 our first episode of season two uh our main cast i believe it's going to be uh i I haven't really decided but there's going to be world girl reprise by kyle hollingsworth at the string cheese incident off of one of the oh yeah uh it's really cool they were looking for a long super edition like you know longer edition for it they weren't able to find it but we still get uh, approval of that and that's really cool i'm so excited for that the other one we had is the marches this great kind of found sound funk group they have this uh one song called bad touch uh, this is a very horn-driven, mm-hmm. really awesome thing. That's going to be our theme song for the other episodes, too. I think it's so cool. Didn't you find a theme song for, like, this episode on its own, too? Yeah, uh, well, I, uh, I mean, potentially, yes. Uh, we, well, well, yeah. What we, remember that music that you heard at the start of this podcast? That's that's the theme song that we have. I didn't have a specific... <laughs> okay, never I mean, yeah, exactly. I thought that you had already done that. No. I, oh. oh, yeah. Well, because we got that one artist. It was a song off of the uh, uh, fucking Hotline Miami 2 soundtrack. And oh, yeah. I played it for you. And because I got approval from the artist, I'm like, oh, Taryn's going to like this. And you heard it, and you're like, I don't like this. And I was like, oh, okay. So we didn't... Oh, I, don't think I didn't realize you had already gotten permission to use that. Yeah. It's, it's okay. You still hated it, though. So that's... I, that's I, the, yeah. I don't totally remember. I remember not liking it. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Okay, we'll worry about that later. Anyway, but real quick, uh, <laughs> thanks to all of our artists, especially and now that we're going to get familiar with Kyle Hollingsworth and the marches. I think that's just really cool. That yeah. We're at a point where people are just like, oh, you're like a real podcast. So we're just like, ah. Huge thank yous to everyone who's let us use their stuff. It's yeah. been, it's, it really sets the tone so well. Yeah, and it's incredible. And that's now we need to, speaking of, the, the reason why we are so thankful is because those things set up some of our greatest moments ever in history. Mm-hmm. We've had incredible moments. And honestly, when it came down, like, Terminal 9 we were going to do our own top threes, but eventually we determined we're going to do a collective art countdown. We're going to do our top five favorite comic moments mm-hmm. from this glorious podcast. We have... Quite a few nominees, I want to point out. There yeah, were, we had a uh, whole list. Yeah, we had a couple things uh, that uh, weren't able to make it into the end, and I feel very, very sad about that, but that's okay. So sorry, you you have to go back to the uh, Radiohead episode to hear uh, me, Taryn, and Bryce all sing our Radiohead Weird Fishes style. Fishes! <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> well, if you do it right now, then they don't have to go you listen to it. You don't hear Bryce. Bryce is wonderful contribution. Right. It's so good. Uh, anywho, uh, let's go ahead. Let's count them down if you if you like. We're gonna play them right now too. So of don't, course, don't feel yeah. Too bad about so that. at at number five from uh, <laughs> from the Prince episode. So I like, as you know, I like to describe the artists in fun ways when we introduce them. It's just a fun, you know, like little thing to do. And normally I tell Taryn a lot of the ones that I come up with because I you know overthink these things. So I always do. He's he kept this one from. Me. Oh yes, he I and I. I even think I remember him like saying, "I've got a great one. Just wait." 
<laughs> like, yeah. But he would not, and it was great because it caught me so off guard. Yeah. So, guys, ladies and gentlemen, here's the uh, the introduction moment from uh, this incredible episode that we had uh, of uh, the Prince. Here. Uh, we we're gonna talk about the one, the only, that artist that you get when you leave your purple dildo out in the sun and it melts all over your Stevie Wonder LPs. That's right, guys. We yeah. are talking about <laughs> Prince. <laughs> oh, Prince. Okay. Or you, the artist formerly known as Prince. You saved it, man. <laughs> totally saved it. Mr. Melson, if you're nasty. Anywho, guys, we are going to go ahead. So, by the way, I clearly, as you know, I decided to do magical, fanciful sound effects for the fade and fade out <laughs> on it there. John Harvey, you're an incredible sport. Speaking of things I'm glad you warned me about. That really was gonna... That was really gonna... Yeah. That was... I mean, because they are... They are fantastic. Yeah. Actually, no, you didn't even warn me about them. I just kind of walked in while you were working on them. And I was like, oh, that's what we're going For with. the record. Okay. Because it takes you into the moment. I want you to know it's different from the... I'll just do your voice for the next one. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was, that was, that was a moment. Uh, number four. Number four is, uh, I think, and no, it's not our oldest moment, uh, but, oh my god. It was just incredible. We were just, uh, Karina was I, an incredible guest. Yeah, well, uh, Karina's my sister, obviously, yeah. but we are, we're not just siblings. We have, like, a lot of character traits in common, so we... I feel like you're on really a different got, level the whole we episode. Really, yeah. We really got in sync for this episode, which is what happens whenever we're together. And um, I just even even upon listening to the build up to this moment, I still don't know how we got here. Yeah. Like it's just one of those things. Just it just happened. Yeah. And uh, it's from the the this oh no the Death Cab for Cutie yeah. minisode. Uh, here it is. <laughs> Top ten. Yeah, for sure. What is your number? And it, um, you're gonna put me on that spot, aren't you? Yeah, I am. It came up. <laughs> which which Rafi album is it? Is it his punk album? Ring 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 ring. Bananarchy. It's definitely bananarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this fucking. <laughs> 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 to it it's like the first time all over again <laughs> like a virgin you're welcome my ears are like holy shit why <laughs> i mean and that's yeah well that's the other thing too is that like I, we want to the reason why we drink as heavily as we do during these episodes it's not because we want to be factually inaccurate it's because i just i want to like loosen it up because like it is a totally arbitrary ranking oh yeah but at the same time the whole reason people are listening to it as well is because it's goofy fun mm -hmm. like it's just ridiculous you know and sometimes we kind of sound like assholes or yeah. 
like I feel like we I, may say things that we're like pretty well, sure of. Well, one thing you did, I know. By the, for the record, we've gotten a lot of facts wrong. <laughs> There's a couple of times where we'll listen to it again, and I'm like, <laughs> that's that's not true. Yeah. Oh, like oh, for example, uh, Jericho during the Madonna episode is yeah. talking about how oh, Madonna like, she tripped and fell. Oh, and she fell during that the, performance, yeah, and then we MTV watched it and we were like, Awards, that's definitely not what happened. Like a virgin when she was jumping the stage on a wedding dress. Like no, that was no, not. She did that all on her own. That was yeah. She was a big girl. She did it. She was. Uh, we were very proud of her. Uh, but yeah, no, I also feel like we've gotten a little bit better with the format as it's gone. We've also gotten a lot nicer too because in the earlier episodes we were totally okay without voting someone like fuck you, your album's wrong. You know, yeah, and, then, I, and yeah. then I started to have a guilty conscience about that now. <laughs> like, if someone is putting something really low, even if I'm really into it, I'll, I'll like, give them the middle ground, and then I regret it. <laughs> then I regret it so much. <laughs> I'm still so salty about Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah, so thanks a lot, Bobby Evers. That's, uh, <laughs> that goes back to you. All right. All right. But yeah. our, our next moment, number three, is from our, our Beck mini-sode. Yeah. Um, and which is our, our which rivals Fallout Boy with our shortest mini so yeah you know and sometimes like while it would have been really great to be on this episode the three of you just have such a great chemistry yeah I'm well, not sure how I we have a great chemistry of me and John Harvey making fun of JC well, that's the other thing right right and you know how I am I would have been like defending him it wouldn't have been as funny oh I think it's still been <laughs> funny uh, but that being said. Uh, the opening of the episode, which we just, like, again, it was our very first thing we recorded, so there was no, like, intro intro. It was just, like, we just went with it, and all it was was basically me and John Harvey making fun of JC, who, when defending the album The Information, he says it's underrated, and as soon as John Harvey nominates it in number 10, JC says, Oh, buddy, you just started a war you can't afford, and it's like, okay, JC, what's your argument? And then he just, nothing, nothing comes out of his mouth. He just keeps calling it underrated. Uh, and I, we tease him about it, and I love JC dearly. But it led to this amazing, amazing moment that opened the mini-sode that, oh, you just gotta hear it, it's so good. So what we just discussed. JC still feels the need to defend the information. I'm not sure if you I'm not sure if you remember on the previous podcast, but we had an epic moment of uh, we're having a debate between Mel and Gold and the information, fighting each other to the death. And all of a sudden just like, oh man, we have this all these disagreements and fights. John Harvey, tell me a little bit more about Mel and Gold. And everyone's like, but JC's like, guys, I have a lot of thoughts on the information. Like, okay, JC, here's your moment so, to shine. And so we turned off the mic and then we got back to talking more about the information, so now the mic's back on. This actually this this is what was cut. This is like the Nixon tapes, okay? This is what was missing from JC's thoughts. Uh, when Beck's saying asshole, he was talking about you two. <laughs> so, JC, tell us about the information. How can I even say anything? Now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joys, the joys, the joys, not the pain, the pain. Uh, our various characters will be coming out as we do the new season. I, I empathize with JC in that moment. I know. You are an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but you're always like, I'm the Billy Corgan, I'm the asshole of the group. And, you know, you well, know, that's because I'm... <laughs> I say I do say kind of mean things sometimes. Yeah, but, but I we I mean the one trait that you and I share a lot, which is the fact that we always got to be right about things too. So oh, you know, yeah, that's genetic for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, as he strokes his hair back, yeah, it's genetic. It's one of those things. <laughs> so yeah, 
but uh, it's it's still I mean it's still great. It leads to a lot of good moments. And also, I'm not necessarily like encouraging let's be confrontational about things, but people should have their opinions and they should and be ready to fight for them. And too. about music, oh, yeah. I mean, I have stronger opinions about music than anything else yeah. by far. Yeah. So politics a close second, but uh, yeah. Oh God, no, don't. <laughs> Let's not, tra- let's not drag the listeners okay, into it. They've I'm suffered sorry, through no, enough. Politics is probably first. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I have very strong opinions. But anyway, we're not talking about Wait that. Kanye runs for president. So, oh, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that being said, uh, our number two moment is just goddamn special. And here's the uh, thing. Shout out to Gabriel LeBlanc. See, our guest this is in the exactly what I'm talking about. This <laughs> kind of joke that we are about to play is the reason you are an asshole. No, but here's the no, thing. Because I'm making a joke, but the worst part is that I make a really dumb joke that I just start laughing about because I'm drunk and, and I think And we're it's both stupid. trying to keep going. And no, no, but Gabriel is doing all he can to write the course of the ship. Gabriel <laughs> just is like, he's plowing through he as decorum. best he can. Oh my god. <laughs> this is a bonus special shout out to Gabriel. Gabriel LeBlanc. Oh my god, buddy, how did you do it? Thank you so much for everything. Here's what happened. Yeah. If, I, if I had oral sex with Max Martin right now, my mouth would go number one. I'm telling you that. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> Sweden in general is an amazing, amazing country when it comes to pop music. Just if you think no about words. everything that's come out of there. Wow. This needs to be cut real fast. Oh my god. I feel like if, if that happened, it would just be like running down your chin. Just pop genius. All up in your beard. Please cut this okay, out. Here's the thing. Here's the oh thing. Oh my god. Fucking sound effects. I can't. I can't handle oh. them. You know, it's the it's the. Hey, listen, we we we've done over fifteen artists, thirty four, thirty five episodes. We have a budget now. I get. I listen to right now, and I make my voice echo. echo. We have a we have a budget, just like Max Martin. Echo. <laughs> For the record, Max Martin is a genius, number one making pop producer type guy. Uh, that is the thing. Um, uh, there was, there was, oh, there's another moment that's gonna make. Oh yeah, uh, another moment that was nominated, an honorable mention moment was uh, during the Beatles minisode when uh, I keep asking Bill a question and before he has a chance to answer, immediately interrupting him with a side note. And then, <laughs> literally, he says side note. <laughs> And then goes into another tangent. We're like, you just asked Bill a question. I know. Poor Bill. uh, He's not the only guest that... I mean, I always feel bad because we both, again... We're talkers. We're We're talkers. This is is This is for a podcast. It's our thing. So we're really excited about it. And so we have a lot of opinions. And we start to talk. And I feel like there have been a couple guests that we've kind of steamrolled because we're so comfortable in the right. format now exactly like will swick when he was the guest on the uh, smashing pumpkins episode yeah and he had great things to say he right. had a lot of insight but he was just a little but... bit meek and just like no 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 come on step up buddy. yeah exactly yeah so we always try to be encouraging of new talent oh we have so many guests lined up for the next season by the way we'll talk about that in a moment uh right yeah. right after this we have our, right our after last, our number our final... oh i mean like and it was not even a question it was there was no competition for this for this being the number one moment Yep. I mean, we we knew the second it happened, I just it was it was amazing. Because we say this in our 
in our day-to-day lives. It's become a catchphrase now. And like, just, legit. Just like, and when we, we say, want the other one to smile. But the exact cadence of which our guest Jericho Blue during the Madonna minisode, when he said it, it was the, just the greatest goddamn thing <laughs> I've ever best heard thing. in my life. It's still my favorite thing. Yeah, I mean, and this, it's not like the fact that, I mean, I love our main episodes, I love what we do, we're just counting down our favorite comic moments. But when we talk about comic moments, if you haven't heard this, strap in, context you need to know, Taron is finishing up his uh, uh, defense of the fact that uh, Lady Gaga ripped off Madonna for Born This Way for Express Yourself. And then uh, he just takes it in a whole new direction. It's just, it's, listen, he was trying to do a tangent. He was, and listen, if there's tangents are ever as good as this, Lord help us all. Like, legitimately, you are owed royalties for Born This Way because that was a huge hit and you deserve that money because Gaga did not write that. I was, it's But you know what's delicious and made me holler? It made me. <laughs> that was the gayest two seconds of my whole life. I hollered. <laughs> my best friend bought me the MDNA tour. A tattoo at any point in your life. You know what was delicious and made me holler? Just an open-ended question with an ellipsis in between that and the question mark. Just put that on your arm. Continue, sir. <laughs> My best friend bought me the MDNA tour because that was. God bless him. <laughs> I. Listen, Jericho's guest spot has gone down in history as one I of the mean, all time. And yeah, and even our, like, JC and John Harvey and a, a couple of our other guests and just, like,. Yeah. Music critics in general listen to the Madonna episode and they're like, oh my God, Jericho, like, set the bar for, like, what you need to be as a guest on the Church yeah, I remember, like, I don't know. like, John Harvey, before he came, uh, became, came on the Prince episode, he's like, I need to do, like, research and I need to do, like, you know, he started, like, you know, renting books and, like, all these other things. He just wanted yeah. to be as knowledgeable as on Jericho. That one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and again, quick shout out. It does to say I've not regretted a single guest that we've had on. I've loved everyone yeah, everyone's we've invited. Been it's great. been so cool. Uh, and we have so much lined up for season two. Uh, there's, a, we're not going to necessarily, listen, it's not like we have a list that, like, here's the episodes we're going to do in order. Like, I mean, we, yeah. I've kind of made, you made like, like, I made like a fantasy list, but yeah. even that, and our fantasy whole... list is like, Three, four seasons worth. Oh right, like, I mean, yeah. we have our full yeah. one. Is, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, we have so many artists. We're like, oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, but, like, but at the same time, and the same time, like, you could be like, guys, there could be a Guster episode. There could be a Roiksop episode. You know, like we have things that I actually want to do. Yes. Yeah, which oh, are going to Roiksop would be so fun. I know, Gabriel, you wait for that call. Um, uh, the things that we can confirm, I think, I, I would be pushing this for a season opener. Uh, and I think we've talked about it. We mm-hmm. at least have one of maybe two guests lined up for it. Michael Jackson. Yeah, we is going really on need to do Michael Jackson. And that's gonna be that's gonna be happening. Uh, oh, I'm ex- I'm so excited to dive into that. That's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be a fun little batch of fun. Um, we're gonna do Talking Heads. Yes. With, oh. And we we know who we're gonna have in for that. Our yeah. friend Allie. Yeah. Um. Uh, we're going to have. Uh, I think potentially as a season closer, depending. Uh, Led Zeppelin is going to be coming up on the docket at some point. I don't point. know if I want to wait that long for that one. Because yeah. we do have the guests lined up for that. So yeah. we might do it a little sooner. Exactly. Uh, there's that. Uh, and then, uh, there's a lot of stuff. The one thing I also can guarantee, there, uh, and I can't believe it, honestly, 
We're going to be doing a Weird Al episode. I know we mentioned it before. Taryn won't be there for I that one. I will not be here. But we will have two guests on there for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. And also because it's so weird and idiosyncratic. Like one that we have on the list. I don't even think it's going to make it into the season, but it might. Uh, we are going to do a fucking Guster podcast at one point. I think that we should do that. We should make that a goal to do it next season. Yeah. We've been talking about it like almost from the beginning yeah. somehow. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, well, because we had a guest for it, which blows my yeah. mind that we have a Guster guest, a guester. A guester. Uh, oh, yeah. and uh, we're going to bring Karita back uh-huh. and do Iron and Wine yeah. at some point this season. And um, we have a lot We have a lot of maybes lined up, like close to confirmed maybes. Yeah. Like we have Sufjan lined up. Uh, we oh, have I would love to do Sufjan this season. On, broke on, broken Social Scene oh, right. lined Josh up. Oh, right? Yeah, uh, Josh Terry from Chicago Red Eye. In theory. He's agreed to do it, so I, I, let's hope he you know, no, lives up to the hype. Let's yeah. do that, for exactly. sure. Well, we keep thinking that they're going to drop a new album soon. We don't want to, like, you know, preemptive, you know, it. Oh, that's true. They are touring and they've debuted well, new yeah. songs. But who knows? Maybe they won't. I don't know. Kevin. Drew. I really want to do Arcade Fire too, but they're also like due for a new album. They put them out every three years, like Clockwork, and now 2016 is going to end. And yeah. where is it? Where is it, you motherfuckers? Where is it? Uh, and other things we talked about. We talked about doing Jay Z. We talked about. Oh, that'd uh, be so much. That would, I know. It would not really. Like it's like eight, nine albums. I can't sell like Is that, that. all? Uh, maybe ten. I feel like. Yeah, anyway, but yeah, so like stuff like that. So, long story short, uh, it, amazingly, there's more than a couple artists we could do. Our Race Fremond episode is going to be coming out oh, soon. Oh, shut up. <laughs> God, the top ten is such garbage right now. Uh, when it's we recorded so... this podcast, it was that, and the Chainsmokers. Juju on that beat. And, uh, and Starboy. Yeah. And the motherfucking song. just, <laughs> it just makes me so sad. A Metallica episode, we talked about doing that, too. Metallica. That would actually be really interesting. I'd be heavily, I'd be heavily into that. There'd be a lot of research going into that, but you know, we'll see. Listen, all of our fan bases that we have out there, we got you covered. It's gonna happen. There's gonna be stuff. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, is there anything else you want to say? I think that's else? it. I, I mean, I just wow. <laughs> wow. another catchphrase that has come up every time Bobby ever says wow. <laughs> just, just... Because every uh, a few things happen every time we have Bobby Evers on a podcast, he's got to go and say that uh, he wants well, to be stricken from it at some point. Right. Well, I mean, because Bobby and I clearly just have utterly different tastes. It's in incredible. Music. It's like, like actually just like and also Bryce too. Opposite. And Bryce. Oh my god. <laughs> every time Bryce, Bryce tells, tells me about like his favorite album by an artist, I'm like, no. <laughs> He goes against the grain. He's got to be like, although him for an Oasis episode, I don't know. But uh, listen, if you've been listening, if you made it all the way up to this point in this fucking podcast, this is just us blathering on about ourselves for a while, which you know we love doing. Uh, but <laughs> clearly, but I want to thank you for this listening. Is good. Yeah, this is we can this is content. Up. This is good content. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, and remember, look up this thing on Facebook and on iTunes and on all the places. Every little bit helps. Uh, and thank you for listening. Actually, truly, because you guys have been amazing. And I, honestly, the fact that we're doing season two is part of the reason because episodes have hundreds and hundreds of plays on them. And it's like, how is this possible? Like, we didn't even think. How does the Phil Collins episode have so many plays? <laughs> More than Beyonce. This is Trump's America. More than... <laughs> Remember that political stuff he loves? It's coming back. 
Uh, it's okay. Well, well, you know, we'll make it up. Well, you know what's going to be more popular than that? We'll do a Peter Gabriel episode, so don't you worry. That's gonna be, <laughs> it's going to be happening. Uh, please, if you wouldn't mind ranking us on iTunes, five stars, or four stars, really one of those two. We don't, don't, we don't, don't be those tell assholes. Them how many stars to okay. give us. Okay, rank us on rank iTunes. Rank us on iTunes. Oh, that's right. That's I, 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 think there, I think there's a thing that says, like, have you been, you know, like, when you rank it, like, have you been encouraged by the artist to rank it for incentives in a certain way or something like that? And for the record, I will there give no you... Incentive. I will give you eight Shh. cents and a button if you, <laughs> if you give us four or more stars. <laughs> okay, you know what? We're done. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Testing. 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 <laughs> All right, let's do it.